This is Sirius FM on 105.7 broadcasting in the East Rand. Yeah, I just got on a 27 uh, Central African time at that time of the morning where we join our very own uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith on his segment called Quick Fire Q&A. Uh, Mufti Saab, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And tell me, I bring this fine, beautiful Jummah morning, the last day of Ramadan, but the Saudi say, Alan was Salan Yahi. Mufti Saab, how are you doing this morning? Wa Yes, it's funny and it's said also, it's said for us because it is the last Jumu'ah and uh, of this beautiful month of Ramadan. See that we were disunited regarding the moon issue uh, in the beginning. We started on a Friday and they will end fast on a Friday also. So that is all Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan. And uh, they are thus uniting us, you know, how the Saudis got it right. Uh, it's not even scientifically possible to have sighted the moon, but somehow they pulled it off. Now, if you can imagine, this is now, what about Hajj also? Uh, people being tricked and fooled there also. We know the fatwa, it is not permissible to follow the Saudis uh, in their moon sighting. And I don't know what Eid they are celebrating, perhaps the uh, Eid of uh, Salman and uh, bin Salman, but definitely not the Eid of the Muslim Ummah. Allah protect us from these uh, deviant uh, scholars for dollars, uh, Shafat. Yes, sir, Mufti Saba, uh, pass up now, pass up. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, please uh, clarify uh, Masjid Hilal Itikaf uh, debacle, Mufti Saab. Yes, uh, Shafat, so we know that, uh, uh, you know, yeah, uh, we know that uh, the uh, application form came out uh, and people were upset with it, and I also passed certain comments. And, uh, you know, I actually spoke to one senior member of uh, the Hilal. Uh, people there, and uh, he clarified the matter. He said, uh, and uh, thus the people should know, you know, that uh, he said that the reason for that application, number one, it wasn't the application form that was supposed to go out, that one someone took from the uh, website from a UK masjid, and then he sent to me the original uh, application form, which has basic information, name, surname, next of kin, medical conditions, etc. So if something happens to you, then uh, they know who to contact, and then the list of do's and don'ts, which is important, no smoking on the masjid premises, uh, making unnecessary noise, does that, you know. So those things are in order, and uh, that is in place. But uh, the primary reason for uh, having that uh, uh, particular form that they sent out was because Masjid Hilal has been infiltrated by another religion, uh, the religion of Shiism, you know, which is absolutely nothing to do with Islam and some other deviant sects as well. And uh, these people started the distributing literature already and they're trying to form a camp and a base at Masjid, Masjid uh, Hilal. And uh, then my concluding remarks to them was that keep them out. If you have the guts like I have, I would not conduct any program until I expel them personally uh, from our places of worship. They don't belong there in the first place, let alone giving their da'wah there, you know. So that was the primary reason why they uh, had to issue out that uh, particular forms. I would have added to that form that they had to state they belong to the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah and uh, they had to state which mother they follow as well. So in that way we keep uh, our people safe, our people's Akida should be protected at uh, all costs, you know, in a, instead of having these uh, people entering in our masajid and then giving their dawah. So uh, if I made a negative comments regarding that, then I will uh, gladly, and I'm retracting it here because I, I was not aware of the full story and, and neither did they explain to anyone the full story. It only came into uh, into uh, p- p- the light now recently, so uh, that is basically what happened there at Masjidul uh, Hilal in Durban G. 
Mufti Saab, Assalamu alaikum. Does a little color change around the world? Because the odd night in Swaziland was an even night in South Africa. Hey, a conundrum there for you, Mufti. Yes, you remember Eid for the Muslims and Eid for the Munafiqeen, Shafat, and now Laylatul Qadr also. See, that is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's system works. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, through His mercy, He only revealed it to Rasulullah sallam as being uh, one of the odd nights. So uh, the odd night here might not be an odd night that side. So in that way, that uh, night is being kept alive throughout the globe, same like our salawat five times a day, uh, Maghrib here and Maghrib in another place is a different uh, time. So in that way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has worshipped 24-7. So that is all dependent on the moon sighting. Uh, it is the night of power for you when it is an odd night. Which uh, specific night that we don't know? Rasulullah had the knowledge. He came out uh, to the Sahaba were quarreling and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away that knowledge and for good reason also because you remember that after the 15 the masajid becomes empty and then people only start flocking again on the 27th night of Ramadan thinking that it is on that specific day it could have been the 21st, the 23rd, 25th it could even be the 29th of uh, Ramadan as well we don't know, we were commanded to search for it G. Uh, this uh, yeah, this message has got me uh, smiling. It says, Assalamu alaikum. If you burp in your salah and you say, Ma, out, uh, and you say it out loud, in salah, is your salah broken, Mufti? Hey, yes. that's the story. The burpers. <laughs> the burpers, being the bajia eaters, the faluda drinkers, and all the spicy things. And yes, uh, Shafat, because maaf is a word that is understood. You know, it is lavdun yuntaku or yufamu. It's a word that is spoken, that is understood. So you've added in your salah something that doesn't belong there. Your salah is broken. You will have to repeat uh, that salah. If you burp, try to minimize it, you know, because the toxic gases coming from there that is causing disturbance for the people. And I, you, I know me and you, we've discussed it on many, many Ramadan platforms before this for years already. Uh, they'd be careful what you eat after Maghrib because you don't want to disturb the worshippers standing next to you and uh, they have all these uh, toxic smells coming out from there. So please repeat your salaji. You heard it, eh? When you're making that Dakar, people, be careful. Until what time can we pay fitrah, Mufti? You still have time until the imam ascends uh, the mimbar on Eid day. So ascending the mimbar is not to give the English talk. Ascending the mimbar is uh, when he gives the actual Eid khutbah. So until that time, you have to uh, uh, chance and an opportunity to pay your zakat al fitr. And uh, if uh, the imam ascends uh, in uh, that time, your time will expire also. If you pay it after that, it will only be considered a normal sadaqah. It won't be considered as a zakat ulfitr. So please, people, if you have sufficient time, remember, it goes to the poor and the needy. They also have things to do on either. You don't want to send them running to the shops in the malls last minute to go get something to eat, you know, whilst we are going to enjoy our meals comfortably. Make sure that you pay it if you are able to pay it on time, G. Uh, Mufti Saab, the MJC called for suspension of load shedding on Eid Day. Your thoughts? Shafat, you know, there's an Arabic saying that Samin Kalbak Yakulka, that uh, fatten your dog and feed your dog, and the dog will come back to bite you. Now they've had iftar parties in the past hosting the president, gold plated stuff, faluda, pajias, and all of these things. The president is not interested in uh, their call. In fact, uh, one uh, spokesperson from the uh, presidency said that uh, it is not befitting, you know, in so so many words, uh, it is not appropriate to make such a request. The president is not in charge of load shedding. So what is 
is the president in charge of? If he's not in charge of anything, then he must step down and find something else to go farming, go up, up, up graze your bulls or do something there. The problem here is that uh, when Malema made a noise, the 20th of March, we had no load shedding Shafat for two, three days. And then uh, Christmas time, we had no load shedding. So now when it is time for the Muslims to celebrate, and this is the racism and marginalization, and I hope people see this, and I hope they remember this next year when they will be lobbying for Muslim votes, three million Muslim votes. I hope that uh, no one will vote for the ruling party. You know, they will be losing our votes. If they don't keep the lights on for us on uh, E day, then we, they won't have our vote. It's not permissible for uh, to vote for an oppressive government in the first place. So I think the MDC was right here to call up, uh, for the suspension of load shedding on uh, on on E day. You know, but then again, you've uh, made them fat, and uh, this is how they treat you in return. I hope they take a lesson from this as well, G. Mufti Saab, some people name their children Alaysa, meaning it is not on the grounds that any word in the Quran may be a name for a child so long as as it does not have a bad meaning. What is your opinion on that, Mufti? We are commanded to give our children good names. You remember that Rasulullah sallallahu was sent to this ummah to explain the Quran, to you know, says the Quran, so that he could explain the meanings of the Quran to us. And that is the Sunnah of Rasulullah Rasulullah was accustomed to changing people's names that had bad meanings. You know, so Laysa means absolutely nothing. So if you want your child to be a complete nothing in life, then you go ahead and you give your child that name. Because sometimes when you give your child a certain name, that is how the child will grow up to be also. There's uh, many other meanings, uh, names in the Quran also. Ikhsa, Zanjabila, Salsabila, so many other names with different meanings. You don't see people giving their children that particular name, you know. Choose names that are beautiful with the intention and the hope that the child will grow up to be uh, that type of person. The most true Full name says Rasulullah is Harith or Haritha, someone who procreates, you know. And then the most beloved names to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Abdullah and Abdul Rahman. Those are the most two beloved names to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ji. Yeah, I'm gonna add to that. Hanif and Hanifa. Lekan Namdai. That also why? Because that name comes in the Quran, you know. Hunafa uh, and then Allah describing Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. He says that he's kind of Hanifa, you know. Hanifa in Hanif means someone who turns away from all false religions and denominations and turn towards the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beautiful name, beautiful meaning. Beautiful indeed, Ibrahim alayhi salam. You know why he's saying it? His name is Mufti Ibrahim Smith. <laughs> But the name of a prophet there. Uh, Bufti, Bufti, who can I give my interest monies uh, that I earned in my bank account? You can give it to any poor person, any poor charity. And there's uh, some of that is that uh, accepted as well. Sometimes people bring interest money to our institute as well. And those students who want to accept it, they accept it. Best to give it to a poor Muslim, you know, uh, than to give it to anyone else. Anyone, you know, that's in debt. Uh, that can use it, uh, people. Who, but uh, remember that when you give it, you cannot ask for reward, uh, and you cannot uh, hope for reward, and you cannot ask for dua also, because it is dirty, faulty money. You just have to get rid of it by offloading it to someone who's uh, a worthy recipient. G. Mufti Saba, what is the ruling if a person does not have money to pay fitra and fidya? Deadly Shabbat, so many people send me that message uh, in uh, that fatwa. Uh, what is the ruling? So, uh, yes, uh, some people 
unfortunately they're not by the means this year you could see that the uh, uh, economic tough economic conditions has fallen on our people so if you don't have money to pay fitra and you don't have money to pay fidia there's nothing you can do there's no sin upon you like a there's no harm upon you you know do some dikr do some tilawa do some good deeds uh, because you are not by the means you cannot borrow money to go pay fitra you cannot put yourself in that difficulty also so if you don't have then it is waived from you because that means if you don't have that means you also don't have sufficient uh, money for it etc you know but if you have the money then do pay it g mufti sahab can a woman attend the eidgah during the time of rasulullah there was space made for women to attend the eidgah children used to used to be in between uh, the men in between the women and uh, bilal radiyallahu our proud muaddin he used to go around with rasulullah rasulullah used to admonish him and used to think- Encourage him to give sadaqah, and uh, Bilal used to use a thobe or piece of material, and uh, the woman used to throw bangles and jewelry and gold, all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The times have changed now, Shafat, so much fitna happening, you know, intermingling of sexes and this and that. So we encourage people, uh, females especially, that uh, where there's no facilities available for you, the best place for you to perform salah and uh, make eat salah is in the comfort and privacy of your home. Allah has even given you that, so there's no one to look and stare at you and to pass remarks at you, etc. Stay away from fitna, stay away from places that you will be blamed at the end of the day, and uh, do your duty by worshipping Allah in the seclusion and comfort and privacy of your own home. That is the safer option, G. MashaAllah, brilliant uh, questions coming through. This one says, is there zakat due on my hajj savings? Yes, remember, Hajj is only due when you have sufficient money to tra- to travel from here to the Holy Lands, uh, which includes accommodation, food, expenditure, expenditure, all these things. That is only when Hajj becomes uh, far and obligatory upon you. If you have saved and uh, that money, your Hajj money is uh, in your account for one lunar year, and you are above the Nisab threshold, then you will have to pay zakat on that money immediately. So immediately when the zakat becomes due, you will have to take of that hajj money, and you will have to pay it as a zakat. There's no escaping that, because hajj is not still wajib on you. And then, of course, the month of, of hajj will not start now. We at least another two months or so away from hajj. So you can still pay that zakat, and you can make up the money that you are going to require for hajj in the future, G. Mufti Saab, I started faster with the Saudiya, but I'm back in SA. When do I celebrate Eid, the Mufti? Alhamdulillah, we're so happy that you're back in South Africa, you know, because you're the fast, uh, you've had uh, an Eid there that is not a real Eid in Saudi Arabia. So you will be with the second country, meaning South Africa, your primary country that you came to. You will have to celebrate Eid with the people of South Africa. The minimum amount of days that anyone can and fast is 29 days. There is no 28 days fasting like in Saudi it was 28 days. You will have to fast a minimum of 29 days, a maximum of 30 days. So you will have to count how many days you have fasted and then you will keep eat with the people where you are now, which is uh, the country of uh, South Africa. Anything more than uh, 30 days will not be counted as a fast. Uh, you can eat and you can celebrate your eat also, G. Uh, Mufti Saab, is it a sunnah to eat dates before going to the masjid on Eid day? Yes, because it's called Eid al-Fitr. You know, the Eid of Fitr. Fitr means eating uh, fitra to break your fast, etc. So because we fasted the entire month and to show that we are not fasting 
on the day of Eid, and it's not permissible for a person to fast on the day of Eid. That's why we have to eat an odd number of dates. That is part of the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That pop a few dates in your mouth, go to the house of Allah, take one particular route, and I come back from a different route. When you go to the masjid, take one different road, and when you come back, you take a different road. That's also the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Because the malaika, they line the streets. They, you know, they lining the streets and standing there and are they greeting and showering blessings upon you and greetings and salutations so the more blessings you get from all these different malaika the better it is for you go in one way and come back in a different way and if you can walk to the masjid or the Eidgah even better for you because your steps will be counted and it is more added reward and what a brilliant way uh, to end of Ramadan and start uh, the month of Shawalji Mufti Sahab, I woke up after Fajr in Janabat and continued fasting. Should I repeat the day? No need for you to repeat the day. All you need to do, whenever you woke up, you have to make ghusl immediately to come out of that state of impurity in Janabat. And after performing ghusl, there's no sihri because sihri time expired already. Uh, that you read your Salatul Fajr, that is still due upon you, and you continue your fasting as long as you have made the intention prior uh, to that, you know, there must be intention preceded by the fasting. So if that is the case, then you continue uh, fasting and uh, you can make suhoor tonight, inshallah. Ji. We are burning incense, uh, incense stick uh, to uh, minimize the smell of uh, the houses we painted. Will it invalidate our fast? Not one stick, but many sticks. Yes, Mufti. <laughs> <laughs> Shafat, you know that people do this because perhaps it's an inferior quality paint and people beautify their own for Eid. Nothing wrong with it. Every nation has their own Eid and celebrations and this is our Eid, you know, a day of happiness so you can uh, make your house beautiful also. Uh, burning uh, Eid or uh, incense sticks, uh, that is makru uh, for those people following the Hanafi Madhab and inhaling that intentionally will invalidate that you fast, I repeat that, if you inhale uh, intentionally uh, those incense sticks and then your fast will be invalidated. For Shafi people, nothing wrong, Uh, they can burn it, it won't invalidate their fast, G. Hey, you Shafis, kullu mafi, hey, okay, you can enjoy your your agarbati, Shafis. Uh, Mufti, I have to go for a blood test after Jumwah, will it uh, break my fast? No, it won't break your fast, but remember it will be makru if it's going to weaken your, your body because depending on how much blood is taken from uh, you during a blood test, sometimes it's only a vial and it won't have a, re- a real impact, you know. But if you know that you're a weak person or you're anemic, etc., and then going for blood and blood tests, that will weaken your body, so that will become a crew. Then the reschedule that day. But if it is not imp- uh, possible because uh, state hospitals, etc., uh, if you don't come, then you have to wait six months in the uh, Mufti, are you there? Will remain in Okay, Mufti Saba, looking at this question, he says, uh, the new trend uh, by many is to collect uh, zakah money to cook pots of food the night before Eid and distribute it to anyone who wants. Is this permissible, Mufti? Yes, we saw now it's, uh, this trend is growing. Uh, 100 pots here, every budget is cooking five, six, seven pots. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, I know people sacrificing their Eid night. Uh, uh, making khidmat for the poor and the needy, etc. But remember, if you have collected zakat, 
that zakat, the transfer of that ownership should happen. So it should only be given to people who are zakatable. Uh, that food should be given to people who are zakatable. They should be made the owners of that. You can't demand from them to sit down there and to eat it. They must take it away. They can resell it. They can give it away, etc. And then because it is zakat, it is only due upon Muslims. So when you do give out food and uh, those big pots of food, you have a mixture of Muslims and non-Muslims standing in the line. So this is where the problem comes, uh, Shafat, because now you're feeding non-Muslims with zakat and zakat money. That is not permissible. Zakat is exclusively for uh, Muslims only. So my suggestion is, if there is sadaqa money or lila money to cook these foods from, then I'd rather do that. Unless you're absolutely sure that all the people that will be taking the food from you are zakatable and they're Muslim, then you can give them, you know. Other than that, uh, you are in charge of people's zakat, and you've taken people's zakat, you're not giving it to the rightful recipients. Those people who donated the zakat, they will have to repay the zakat because the zakat is not being discharged. G. Mufti Sahab, should Mr. Fas be paid immediately after Ramadan, or can we wait until winter when we have shorter fasting hours, Mufti? <laughs> Shavad, you people worrying about shorter hours, we're, giving, we're going towards summer now. If you remember the cycle, I think about 30 years ago, we fasted in uh, summer, and a Maghrib in Cape Town used to be quarter past six, 16 minutes, uh, quarter past eight, 16 minutes past eight, you know, and uh, so whole time would be like 3.45 in the morning. So yes, it is best for you to make up your must fast immediately, and uh, that is what Sharia requires. However, if you have a valid reason to delay it because you're recovering, you're still ill, you're still sick, you're breastfeeding or you're pregnant, etc., all these things, then you can uh, delay it until uh, that time. Uh, you have one year uh, before the next Ramadan uh, enters to pay up uh, or make up that must fast. The better and the sooner, the better for you also, G. Now, Mufti, I know you're a dapper mentor, right? And uh, you don't you don't shy away from questions. But this question here, uh, I'll go for You don't have to answer it, Mufti. And uh, this person <laughs> says, uh, you don't have to answer it. But I know you. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Shafaat. I would like to know from Mufti regarding his hajj. According to Mufti, his hajj was paid for by someone else because hajj was not further on him because uh, he didn't have the money. Did he not deprive someone else of going for hajj? Uh, yeah, 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 I know who paid for your hajj. And if I yes. tell them, they'll, they'll fall flat on the back. But Mufti, I'll leave it to you. Go for it. Bismillah. Yes, yes, yes. The same Allah is in charge of sustenance. It's the same Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who facilitated my hajj and the hajj of so many other people. My hajj money was paid in two years before that. And miraculously, the agent disappeared like many, many other agents disappeared with our hajj money. We had to fight back uh, to get our hajj money, uh, Shafat. And, uh, you know, until the last, I think, until the day we left also, we were still fighting and there's still people waiting, uh, maybe four or five million in outstanding of people who paid their Hajj money in 2019, 2020, uh, 2020, and they're still waiting uh, for that, you know. So uh, the, that is the case that happened to my Hajj. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent uh, uh, Hajj money uh, for me. And whilst I was in Makkah also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, sent money from unknown sources. So this is if you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is the bounties and the blessings and the boons of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saves uh, his slaves. You know, if you have tawakul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're not depriving. How can you deprive anyone else if your name has been called and you are there? 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the being that selects who will be on Arafah and who will not be on Arafah. There's multi, multi-billionaires out there that hasn't been to Makkah yet and yet they have the money. So it is never the money. It is when the calling of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes. So we don't deprive anyone. Uh, my Hajj was June 2013 and uh, this time I went as my wife's mahram because I was taken off the list uh, because of uh, health complications those days and uh, because she was on the list. So I only went as her mahram, and that is how I got to perform my hajj, and may Allah take us many more times also, inshallah, ji. Jazakallah khaira for that, Mufti Sahib. A very surprising message from uh, uh, Gora and Nawaz Manjra. Imagine, yeah, they listen to us quite regularly, and it says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Brother Shafa'at. Uh, we're listening for the first time on uh, Sirius FM. Uh, what a beautiful show. Allah bless you now and uh, forever. May we compliment uh, you on the station uh, with the Mufti Ibrahim Smith. And Alhamdulillah, we've been enjoying everything. He says, on this blessed day, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant shifa to all the sick and ailing. May he grant maghfira to all the marhumins, fill the cupboard with nur, and grant them the highest stages of Jannatul Firdos. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all with afia. Ameen, ya Rabbul Alameen. Jazakallah to Mufti and Chefs uh, for such a wonderful program. Just mm-hmm. makes our Juma a bit more special. And uh, a big uh, thumbs up uh, to Mufti Ibrahim Smith for his brilliant answering. Allah bless you now mm-hmm. and forever, Chefs and uh, Mufti. Keep up the great work. Uh, Jazakallah khaira there, Nawaz and uh, Gora Manjra. And Alhamdulillah, I know they will be supplying pots and pots and platters and platters of uh, mutton biryani, lamb biryani, and I don't know what else they're going to make, but the gajar halwa is a winner, Mufti Saab. I don't know if you t- tasted the gajar uh, halwa. I've tasted I've tasted it. I'm so happy that they are tuning into the show also. And uh, let me tell you, Shifa, that this, uh, this particular recording will be going to thousands of people across the globe, from Australia to UK to America. I don't know where else people are requesting a recording of this particular Q&A. And they're always complimenting me and you, saying that uh, we are enabling them uh, to listen and to benefit from questions that they wanted to ask. And uh, yeah, we're answering it on their behalf, you know. So uh, when I come to Durban again, inshallah, we'll meet up uh, uh, with uh, Gora and Nawaz, inshallah, and then uh, we'll enjoy in all the delicacies because Ramadan will be over, inshallah. Yeah, we can indulge, not to bulge. <laughs> we'll just have a moderation, child. Mufti Saab, you were absolutely, mashallah, brilliant as usual. Perhaps your parting words are this morning. Let me say Eid Mubarak to all those people celebrating Eid across the globe. You know that uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them Eid, Saeed, uh, Mubarak, you know, Taqabullah minna wa minkum. May Allah accept from them and from us and from us and from them also. Uh, and to all those people who are celebrating Eid tomorrow, that uh, from me and my family and our students here and all those people who have been supporting us throughout the year, may Allah grant you an accepted Ramadan with all your good deeds. And to you and your family, Shafat, how can I forget that my personal compliments and du'as, especially for you, uh, for being such a wonderful host and co-presenter with me and Yusuf, you also, and to the rest of the team. Jazakumullah khairan. Eid Saeed Mubarak. Jazakumullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. Eden Sayyidun. Sayyidun. Yeah, to you, Mufti, because you, eh, you are my right hand also. Allah bless you. Allah keep you. My du'as are reciprocal and uh, not only you and your family, Mufti, the whole of cards that start. When you talk to them, yeah, give them my, my love and my salams, inshallah, and you look after yourself, Mufti Sahib. We'll talk to you soon, inshallah. 
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام ورحمة وبركاته Yes, sir, Yusuf Asmal, as uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith so eloquently states, you are one of the best techs in the world, one of the best engineers ever. People, if you've got an eat program and you want sound, and you want surround sound, who are you going to call? Yusuf Asmal. Yeah, just call him. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful programming, lovely nasheeds interspersed. And uh, don't forget, the spiritual hour will be coming through and uh, Mufti A.K. Hussain will be giving uh, the translation of the Juma Qutbah from the Holy Land. From the team and I, yes, I don't meet you. Yeah, I would greet you. Eid Mubarak to you, 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 and you. Wonderful Ramadan we had. I can tell you, Mufti, I agree with the Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Wonderful Ramadan with you, Yusuf, and a great, great, uh, and, you know, pleasurable Ramadan with our junior geniuses, with the whole team. And uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah gave us the energy, the power to enjoy the Ramadan. So, inshallah, Ramadan uh, Mubarak. And uh, it's going, it's leaving us. I'm just saying it now. Ramadan Mubarak. And for tomorrow, inshallah, Eid Mubarak. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.